Hello, and welcome back to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. This is Soleil and Ramona Gaylord. This week, we return to the fascinating family of birds to discuss a fall-time visitor to Telluride. Who is the mysterious avian of which we speak? Well, if you live most anywhere in the Northern Hemisphere, chances are waxwings have occasionally winged your way. You know, I just saw a small flock of cedar waxwings this week, as though they were a reminder to me that they would be a great topic for our show. So let's start with some of the basics of these waxy winged wonders. Soleil, can you give us some facts? Well, these dapper passerine or perching birds breed in northern forests in winter wherever they please. They often come our way around this time of year. They are a special treat to find in your binocular view field, and if you are lucky enough to see them up close, because waxwings take avian aesthetics to a whole new level. That roguish black bandit's mask, the velvety plumage, the feisty crest, and the vividly covered tail tip put other birds to shame. Frankly, if there's a sleeker species, I haven't seen it. In fact, the genus name, Bombacillus, is a Latin translation of the Swedish name Sidensvens, which means silk tail. The question, though, is whether there is substance to at least some of this style. What of that trait sets this fashionable frugivore, which is a fancy way of saying fruit eater, apart, the feature for which it is named? What puts the wax in the waxwing, and why? Can you explain that? Well, waxwings are distinguished by odd, waxy appendages on the tips of their secondary feathers, on their wings, that is. These bright red drops are actually flattened extensions of the feather shafts colored by astanxthenin, and that was hard for me to say. It's a carotenoid pigment, and they get this from all the fruits that they eat. The purpose of these waxy tips eluded ornithologist people that study birds for a long time, but a study by Robertson of Queen's University provides probably the most plausible explanation. These, The scientist analyzed the distribution of secondary tips among the different sex and age classes of cedar waxwings. I mean, scientists do the weirdest things, don't they? Well, the ornithologists also investigated the possibilities of differences in success at obtaining mates with or without full complements of these waxy tips. And he compared the breeding successes for young and old birds. And how do they do that? I have no idea. But Soleil, what did their research find? Interestingly, their research supported the biologist's hypothesis of assortative mating, which essentially means that the birds match and mate according to age. Most observed mating pairs were composed of two birds belonging to the same tip index category, where the number of tips correlates closely with age. Basically, young birds pair up with other members of their peer group, while older birds mate within their own circle. So why do waxwings wear wax on their wings? To take guesswork out of dating, this wax is pretty wise. We just have driver's license and birth certificates. Tell us how old we are, right? (laughs) But still, you may ask, how do these birds synthesize that wax in their feathers? Well, they do that from eating a lot of fruit and cedar berries that contain waxy substances. In fact, many birds that eat a lot of fruit separate out the seeds and regurgitate them, but the cedar waxwings let them pass right through. Scientists have used this trait to estimate how fast waxwings can digest fruits. 
Yeah, in fact, um, the cedar waxwing is one of the few North American birds that specializes in just eating fruit. It can survive on fruit alone for several months, as a matter of fact. Brown-headed cowbirds that are raised in cedar waxwings nests typically don't survive, in part because the cowbird chicks just can't develop on such a high fruit diet. And why is a brown cowbird chick in a cedar waxwing's nest, you may ask, for those of you that don't know how cowbirds operate. It's because they are called a parasitic species, and cowbirds, the mom, lays her eggs in other species' nests, and then once she's laid her eggs, she lets the other species take care of the baby after and the egg after she's flown away. Anyways, Soleil, I interrupted you. Yeah, because cedar waxwings eat so much fruit, they can occasionally become intoxicated or even die when they run across overripe berries that have started to ferment and um, produce alcohol. Yeah, and you know, as a matter of fact, some people, I've had a couple people ask me in the years past why they have found dead wax wings in their yard, and I think this might be the reason. So what are some other fun facts about wax wings, Esalay? Another interesting aspect about wax wings, at least for me, is that the times I have spotted wax wings, I've actually heard their high-pitched lisping song first, and then looked to see a flock moving amongst the bushes, gleaning berries. Early naturalists described their song as a lisp, and I use that to describe it myself. Indeed, it is unique. Listen to this. Their song is so unique, and as as unique as their waxy wings and feathers. And I think... um, we're going to close with that last little sound, song there, but there's one more. I had another interesting fact about the cedar waxwings. Uh, before the 1960s, there was um, there were only cedar waxwings that had yellow tips on the edges of their wings, and that uh, they started to see more red-tipped waxwings occurring after the 1960s, and they correlated that to the introduction of a new species of honeysuckle from Europe that had a much deeper colored berry. So the waxwings' wing colors actually started to change because of this introduced species. So that's another pretty interesting little fact about the cedar waxwings. But we encourage you all to take walks out on the valley floor in these waning days of autumn and uh, listen carefully and watch the bushes for the waxwings that may be traveling through and plopping fruits in their gullets as they go. Thanks for listening to the Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna, and thank you, Kodo.